So there are a couple of uh, misconceptions floating around, at least from my perspective. There are a couple of misconceptions floating around about being self-employed. So I'm just going to go ahead and get right to it. I mean, I don't know if they're, well, misconceptions, old wives, tales, folklore, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to call it a falsehood, man, because when I when I hear people say it, I smirk when I used to say it. I used to believe it. But now that time has passed, the more years I do this being self-employed, the more I'm like, man, please. And what I'm talking about is when people say, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Man, man, I wish I had a beep bleep button on my uh <laughs> my podcast setup here, man. That is so untrue. I mean, look, it could be a motivate it could be used for motivation. I don't know, but <laughs> oh my god, look. Um most of y'all who listen here and I have friends on Facebook who listen to my podcast too. And I share similar stories here and on Facebook as well. And you all should know by now, if you've been listening, y'all should know by now that my last nine to five job was, uh, Hertz. I used to work. Well, Hertz contracted, uh, the company I was working for. We used to put the navigation systems in the Hertz rental cars. That's what I used to do. It was, easy as pie. It was easy, but you know, I just don't like working for somebody. I mean, I work for people now, but indirectly, you know, I don't very rarely do I work with the same person. And if I do it's because we have a good relationship, good understanding. It's not a boss and employee, uh, relationship. It's a, Hey, I'm a, I, I need some work done for this project. I need to contract you to get it done. And then you're on to the next, you know, just like plumbers do or electricians do or uh, bricklayers or so on and so forth. People who build homes, they don't just work for the same person and go clock in and clock out at the same location day in and day out. So, yeah, me, I do work for people, but like I said, it's indirectly. But when I worked at Hertz, it was cake. It was an easy job. But again, like I say, I just don't like being under the same routine all the time. I guess I just get bored. I get antsy. I don't know what the case is. I just didn't like being there. But again, the job was cushy. But I say that to say that job was so, so easy compared to what I do now. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am good at what I do now. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that because I've got 16 plus years in this. So, you know, at this point, I better be good, you know, good enough to sustain a living uh, through the good times and the hard times, you know, I'm still able to sustain, maintain my, my living. Uh, sometimes it gets a little touch and go, but that's just part of the game. I mean, I knew what I was walking into, but isn't it also touch and go when you work for somebody else? But let me get off the fact about working about working for somebody else. This is about the, the saying that floats around. And I really truly believe somebody, whoever came up with that saying, put it out as a reassurance, a motivational uh, quote or something. You know, if you work, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Man, 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 man. That that couldn't be more wrong. I mean, again, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love what I do. I absolutely 
love what I do. That's why I do it, you know, but I, there's a, there's a big misconception also that people equate work to misery. Just because you work, even if you work for somebody else, you don't have to be miserable just because it, just because it's called work doesn't mean misery. Oh, I got to go to work. I hate going to work. It sucks. That's because you may not like your particular job and you just don't want to deal with what comes with it, but it doesn't have to be that way. So when people say, when you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. That's not true. I love what I do. I wake up every day and I, I go through a ton of emails every day. Then I get up and get on my computer and look for work every day. And then if I'm lucky enough to find work, I have to do that work every day. And I mean, the uh, well, I said I wouldn't go back to it, but just briefly, working at Hertz, that job was cushy. It was easy. Go to work, do your do your shift, get your hit, uh, hit your quota, clock out, go home. Done and done, right? Again, I just hated the redundancy of that. It's just the same thing. I just felt like a robot. Whereas even though I do the same thing now, wake up, check my emails, get on the computer, look for work, do work. Almost every job that I do is different. So it brings a new, it's a refreshing excitement with every new job. It's a, oh man, I got this job. Oh wow, I landed this job. Every day is different. Whereas when I worked my nine to five or any nine to five, not just the Hurst job I had, but any nine to five I would work, um, it was just a redundancy of it and it drove me nuts. This job, it's, it's constant though. It's a constant. I work way more hours doing this by myself on my own than I did at any nine to five I've ever had, whether the nine to five was easy, whether the nine to five was difficult, whatever the case may be, I work way harder now. You know, like when I did have my nine to fives, most of them literally started at nine and ended at five. Or if I was lucky, get in there at, uh, what, eight, get off at four. Or if I was super lucky, get in there at 5.30 and get off at what, what was it, 3.30 or something like that? Whatever the hours were, those were good because I could fight traffic. Now, I don't necessarily have to work, worry about traffic because I work from home, my home office, home studio, whatever the case may be. I, I eliminated that, but that hour that I would have been sitting in traffic is replaced with the hour I'm sitting here at my desk. So the, the work hours haven't changed. Well, actually they have. The work hours have changed because I work when the work comes. I work online. Most of my work, 95% of my work is online. So that means worldwide. So that means different countries, different hours, different time zones. So, you know, I remember one client I was working with at 11 at night for me was seven in the morning for him, you know, so I'm ready to uh, clock out, get in the bed, lay down and watch a little bit of YouTube before I fall asleep. And he's just waking up like, Hey, Great news. I got this new project I want to get going and I need it ASAP. Yeah, he knew about the time zones, but he had a deadline to meet. I mean, we negotiated different pay because of that, you know, the urgency and all. And it worked out in my, well, it worked out in both our benefit because I got the job done. He liked the way I worked and I was able to get additional pay for the odd hours that I had to work. But it'd be times where I'd be sitting up to 3.30 in the morning working on my computer, not even realizing that it's three 30 in the morning until I look around or I have like, I like to have the TV on, uh, in the background. I might not necessarily be watching it, but I love the ambient noise. So I'd have the TV on and I'm looking, I'm like, what is this? Or I see one of those long infomercials that I'm thinking it's just a five minute commercial, but it turns out to be the whole one hour infomercial. I'm like, what am I watching? 
or, you know, my legs get numb and I, I forget to get up and use the restroom. Like, what is going on? I look up at the clock. I'm like, oh, man, it's like three o'clock in the morning. So I go to bed, but then my schedule's thrown off again because the the clients that are more local, closer to my time zone, they're sending me messages, sending me emails looking to get some work done when I just got to bed not too long ago from the client that was on the other side of the planet. You see? So working a nine to five, you don't necessarily have to deal with that unless you're in a management position and you're constantly on call. But that's a rarity in most cases. But when you're working for yourself, you're doing something online, you're providing a service online worldwide, man, you are constantly on the clock. And that's why it's hard for me to set a schedule, set a statistic to know what days are good for me, days are slow for me, because my work literally, literally just happens. It literally just happens. So it's hard for me to plan a vacation or plan a date, go out on a date, go watch a movie or something, because what if I'm sitting here getting ready to go out on a date and uh, I'm getting dressed and all that, and then my phone chimes. It's like, uh-oh, that's a, that, I know that sound. That's the job calling. And the client needs something urgently. They're willing to pay me extra. I, I mean, don't want to sound harsh. Don't want to sound messed up. Don't want to sound brutal about this. But I'm not about to go out on a date to watch a movie and spend money when I can stay at home and make money, you know, and uh, I, that's almost the wrong mentality. But when you work for yourself, it's not because again, work shows up when it wants to and work also doesn't show up when it wants to. So you're, you're put in a position where you have to get it when it becomes available with your nine to five, you go to work, you come home, you know, your money's going to be there. You did your shift. You're getting paid. It's done. It's set. You just wait for your direct deposit or for your check to show up in the mail. With me, every single day is a new opportunity to try to make some money. And I've said this in other episodes too, you know, because you don't have a statistic to know when the money is or isn't going to come when the money's good. Yeah. You might have a chance to take some time off, take a day off or two and relax, but you don't want to get too comfortable doing that because what if all of a sudden the train stops? falls off the tracks and everything just slows to a screeching halt. Now your money's not coming in and now you got to sit there and really hold tight to the, the last dollars you made just in case something doesn't come in. I mean, granted, knock on wood, you know, knock on my big hard head, um, things do pick up, but it's been very, very touch and go scary moments where it's like, oh man, I'm not making a thing. But then the job will kick in and it's like, whoo, this, this, this one job just saved me for two months. And then you try to build and stack on top of that. You don't take the two months and sit back and say, okay, cool. I just made some money. I'm going to just sit back and chill. No. And that's a, that's another misconception too. People think, I, I guess I'll just call this number two, the second misconception. People think because you work for yourself, it's easy that you chill. I know I said it before and I'm not going to go on about it too long, but they really, well, I say they, because it's just the people that I've encountered really think you just sit back and money comes to me. Like, I'm not that special, man. I, I mean, I'm special, maybe, you know, super special. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of nobody, but I'm special. I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of special, maybe. But I'm not special to the point where somebody's just going to show up and give me money. I wish they would. I absolutely wish they would show up and just give me some money so I could go ahead and quit. I mean, look, I love what I do. If I had big bank money where I did not have to work, I would still do this because I love the art of it. But that's not to say it's not work. It's still a lot of work, a lot of work, hard work, hours and hours and hours of work. 
um, to be able to be good enough to where people who never met you just read a review about you and said, you know what, I want to give you a chance. And they take a chance on you. And then you have to fulfill that goal, fulfill their expectation or exceed their expectation so they can come back to you and work with you again. But that's hard in itself. The the stress, the the level of stress that comes with working for yourself is it's it's hard to explain, especially to somebody who works a nine to five. They'll never get it. And that's not to say there's no stress at nine to fives. Trust me, there's a whole, whole, whole lot of stress that comes from working a nine to fives. But it's just the stress the, the stress is just the same, if not more, when you work for yourself. Because again, if you don't go get it, it doesn't show up. Working a nine to five, we've all done it. Get to work, sit at your desk have your coffee or your cocoa or whatever you want to have, and then you get to work. But while you're sitting there having your cocoa or coffee or whatever, that clock is still running. You're still getting paid. Me, if I sit back and want to just have some, well, I don't drink coffee, but uh, have some orange juice or something in the morning, those minutes that are going by while I'm getting my sip on, no money's coming in at all at all so i gotta constantly get it so yeah uh if you do what you love it's not you you never work a day in your life man please man ha! <laughs> I, don't, I don't even take vacations i mean that's okay i'm okay with that because i'm a workaholic you know it's just what it is i just get out and get it so i'm not tripping off that too much but uh yeah uh you you don't work a day in your life when you do what you love man that is a huge 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 misconception and I guess another misconception, I guess I'll, I guess I'll call it number three. I was just going to talk about two points, but stuff is popping up in my head. You know, the other misconception and maybe another one might pop up or whatever, but I don't know. But another misconception, number three is people think when you work for yourself, you're rich, you got money. And I'm like, what? Where did that come from? Where did that come from for you to think? Cause I work for myself. I got money where, you know, once again, people equate work to misery you know oh i'm miserable i gotta go to work where you get to sit at home and do what you want yeah what i want to do is the job that i want to do that i'm uh, gifted at you know i was blessed with this gift to be able to do this job so i could do it from home and not do the same job for a corporation that's going to take my skills and exploit them and make more money off of my skills than i can make for myself nah i'd rather not I'd rather take my same skill set and do it for myself. That way I get to keep all the proceeds, get to keep all the profit, you know? Plus, when you work for a company, all that, I, what I, I do this because of the love and all that, it, it becomes hate. You end up hating what you do because you got some corporate giant over your back whipping you, trying to get you to do more and be more productive and more productive so they can make more money off you. You end up losing the love that you had for your passion. Your, your desire, your, your, your built in, burnt in, God given talent. You end up losing the love for that. Uh, real briefly, you know, uh, 20 something years ago, I was heavy into car stereo, electronics as a whole, but car stereo. I was real heavy into that. I did a lot of competitions, won a lot of shows. I talked about it before. I absolutely loved it, passionately loved it, loved it, loved it. And then I started working for a shop. And hated it, hated it, hated it because the shop, the work, the we're on the clock. We got to make some money, get to work, took my hobby and my passion and turned it into a job. All of a sudden, I hated it. Here I am with my photography and Photoshop. Love, love, love photography and Photoshop. If I worked for a company, 
I would hate it because it would become a job and I would have a quota to meet every day. And there's no art in that. I'm an artist at heart. So, you know, me moving slow, not making as much money as counter as counterintuitive as it sounds, it helps me preserve the love that I have for the art. If you can understand that, you know, because even you guys that out there working a nine to five, you may have a side hustle or not even necessarily a side hustle, but a side hobby that you do that you absolutely love that you wish you could make money from. If you had to do that hobby every day, almost, and I put air quotes, almost forcefully, you would begin to hate it because it's no longer your passion. Now it's become a job. And I guess that's where people equate work to misery because it's like, oh man, I used to love doing this. Now I hate it because it's work. Well, you know, (laughs) it goes hand in hand with what I'm doing, but because I get to do it on my own terms, it doesn't make my art and my passion feel like a job, so to speak. Um, And I say that because there are some jobs that are offered to me that I can actually turn down. Again, that sounds counterintuitive, counterproductive because I'm turning down money, but I'm also preserving my mental stability and my I'm preserving my passion for my job. Because if I start to do the jobs that I absolutely hate just to make some money, you know, oh man, that uh, that is draining, absolutely draining. But again, it, it does sound counterintuitive. And trust me, I don't turn down a bunch of jobs, but there's certain jobs that you just have to turn down because it could really steal your joy. And I'm not here for that. Not to say I'm just sitting here whistling and being happy all day long because I'm sitting here doing other projects, because some projects that I do accept, sometimes they're like, oh, man, here we go. But I got to do it because I got to get paid. You know, um, I've had some pretty big jobs come through lately. And I'll be honest with you guys. I hate doing big jobs. Why? Because I'm up all night doing all this work. It's still work. Trust me. Just because I love it doesn't mean it's not work. It is still work. And I have to be precise in the work that I do. And then if you have a deadline and a quota on top of that work, it makes it that much more difficult and less enjoyable because Oh, I got to get this done and I got to make sure it's perfect and I can't submit this many photos and then have them go back over them and critique every photo and have to redo them. And then you can't send every photo to the person one by one because they'll critique that to death too. So even though sometimes you're presented with the opportunity to make a month or two worth of pay in a day or two worth of work, it it, it can be a monster, man. It, it can be... My last job that I did like that, and I'm not trying to brag about making no big money because (laughs) that's another misconception. Boy, I am not rich, not even close, not even a little bit, but I love what I do, you know, (laughs) but uh, one of the last jobs that I did, it was enough to sustain me for like a month or two, uh, just in case, you know, uh, in case things hit the fan, it was enough to sustain me. But trust me, man, I worked my butt off of that job. I almost... I have a love-hate relationship with the big jobs. I mean, obviously, the love is because it's a big job. They trust me to do the big job, and they pay me accordingly, you know, and that I can pay my bills and all that stuff. But I hate it at the same time because it's so much work. So I guess I have to ask myself, do you want to have one big job that pays you for a month or a whole bunch of smaller jobs that you have to work, 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 work just to make the same amount of money? It's it's a It's a coin toss for me. I mean, either way. Either way, because at the end of the day, it's all about the money. You got to get the money to pay the bills. But yeah, man, sometimes those big jobs, 
Oh, man. That's when it really starts to feel like work. Regardless of how you feel about it passionately, that's when it really starts to feel like work. But anyway, I don't want to start rambling. I don't want to start rambling. So let me just get back to the point. My key points that I had in my head, I didn't write them down. They were just in my head. So, of course, they're all over the place. But again, my ultimate point of this podcast episode was to clarify the misconception that I've I've even said and now I no longer agree with. You know, I won't say I fully disagree. I get where they're going with that quote, but I no longer fully support. Let me say that. (laughs) I don't fully support it just the same because, like I said, man, uh, just because you love what you do does not mean it's not going to feel like work. Trust me. My my last big job, I loved it. I was super proud of it. Super proud, super happy to do it. It's a big pat on my back. It's a it's a it's a big notch for me. Um and I'm I'm very happy with that job and my clients were very happy with that job, which means they're going to come back to me again. I mean, I've been working with them on multiple occasions already as it is, but maybe this opened the door for more bigger jobs to come, you know? I need that for sure. But it was work. It was nerve-wracking. It had to be perfect. And thankfully, I made it perfect. I took my time on it, got it done. But please believe me, it was work. It is absolutely work. I mean, I'd do it again, you know, because it pays me, you know, to sustain me for however long I needed to sustain me for. But, whew, yeah, it, it was a job. It was a job. So, yeah, uh, for you, for those of you who are in the business of working for yourselves, typically my audience here, but for those of you who are about to make that commitment, make that jump into working for yourself uh, 100% fully self-employed, I mean, it's a win. Trust me. Let me put some round of applause in there. It is absolutely a win to work for yourself if that's your burning desire in your heart, in your soul, if that's your ultimate desire, and then you finally get to do it, it is an absolute win. And we all need those motivational quotes and reassurances to help us get up and go and get up and get it, get up and go get it. But the one that says, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. You could take some of that with you, but please don't take that verbatim because it's going to get to a point where you're going to be like, man, this sucks. Every person that I know personally or even follow online that I don't know that work for themselves, they feel the same way. They're like, yeah, I thought once I get this, uh, when I start working for myself, my life will be a whole lot easier, a whole lot simpler. They're like, man, I went from working a nine to five, working eight hours a day to now working 24 hours a day. I'm constantly on the clock, constantly on call and it sucks. But at the same time, it's a passion. So what do you do? I, I, I vote, uh, I ride on the side of passion, you know, go with your passion because if you don't, and you go work that nine to five, all you're going to be doing is thinking about your passion all day long. And it's going to make you hate your nine to five that much more. And then one day you're just going to up and quit and end up where we are here anyway. And that's why you should be listening to this podcast. And if you know anybody who's thinking that way, feeling that way, share this podcast with them. All my episodes have pertinent information to di- that explains and goes through the evolution, my evolution, uh, through the, 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 the wave that I rode, the ups and downs of trying to get here. You know, um, it's, I I talk about all the negatives that I had to deal with, but I talk about the positives too, trying to be motivational, but the show is not just motivational quotes and you can do it and rah, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the reality that I face that, 
even though it's photography based, you can equate it to what your your profession, your passion is. Is although although they're different fields and different professions, people are people, uh, and I mean that in the sense of your clients. And chances are you're going to end up dealing with something that I may have dealt with, but just equate it, you know, just transfer what I'm dealing with over to your field of expertise, you know, eliminate the photography and make it about your clothing design or songwriting and all that. People are people and you're going to deal with some ups and downs just like I did. So, but I'm still here. And that means when you get in here, you go, you can stay here just the same as I did. You know, if, like I said, if I can make it, you definitely can make it because I ain't nobody special. I just got that burning desire that won't let me quit. I'm hard headed. Once I set my mind to something, I won't quit to my own uh, detriment. You know, <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Right. Sometimes it'd be like that. But anyway, I just wanted to get that off my mind, get that off my chest. If you work, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life, man. Where's the beep button on this podcast setup, man? I need to beep out what I really feel like saying about that. But I'll just say instead shoot man you crazy (laughs) anyway this is ahmed with can i really make it or better yet freelancing can i really make it or in your nine to five dot com e-n-d-y-o-u-r the number nine dash the number five dot com can i really make it yes you can if i can you definitely can and we'll talk about more of that next tuesday at noon